0: You're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learn to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learn to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hey, you guys. Happy Friday. I hope you guys had a great week. Last weekend... I did something impulsive. Um, Me and my boyfriend, Kevin, went and got a dog, a little puppy. Um, Kevin has always wanted a pug. He was raised around pugs. His grandpa used to breed them. So he's always wanted a pug and we had an extra day off. So we had an extra day off and we were looking for something to do. And I love animals, I've always loved animals. And Kevin was like, well, why don't we go check out some of the animal shelters and just see like, maybe they have another cat or something. to be friends with my cat Rafiki. So we didn't have anything else to do. We went and browsed around and we're just looking at animals. And um, then we looked online and found some pug puppies. And you know what happens. You see a picture of it. And you're like, well, now we have to have it. So we drove like a couple hours and picked up the dog. So that's what's going on in my life right now. He's finally sleeping right behind me. He's like my little shadow since I work from home. And you know, you always forget how much work puppies are until you have one again, because they're so cute, but they are such a pain in the ass, but he's actually been really great. Like sleeping through the night, not making a sound, which is kind of amazing. So that's, what's going on in my life and, you know, getting some stuff done. I told you guys, I think two episodes ago or one episode ago about my budget intensive. So the one for this month is sold and reserved. So I'm going to open up a spot for another one-on-one budget intensive next month in October. So I'm not going to like officially release it until the very start of October, but if you're interested in like some one-on-one support with your money, I will be looking directly at your budget. You'll have my eyes on it and we'll work through it point by point, set up your budget and kind of get you a system going that you can replicate every single month. So it's been really great for the ladies that I've done budget intensives with. It's just a great way to get started. It's very intimidating process to get started. Of course, you gotta like gather all your finances and it's a whole ordeal. So it's really very productive to have a one-on-one session and just have me walk you through the process and teach you how to budget effectively and how to maintain that budget. So I have one spot opening up for October. So if you want it, you can send me a DM on Instagram And the last thing is I'm going to be doing another personal finance 101 masterclass at the end of this month. So it's similar to a budget intensive, but it's in a group setting. So we set up your budget together. I still teach you like budget philosophy, like how to start your budget, how to close it out, how to check on it, and just overall, like how to maintain um, a budget in your life and make it serve you for whatever your financial goals are. So that's coming up on the 29th of this month. So if you want to sign up for that, you can also go to my website and sign up and I'll put a link also in the description of this podcast episode. Okay. That's all for like business stuff. And this week's episode, I wanted to talk about hill and valley funds. So if you guys have been following me for a while or consuming my content, you know I have a variable income. So if you also have a variable income, meaning you make a different amount of money every month or you get paid on different days, it can kind of make your finances a little chaotic. And so that's kind of what my specialty is. It's like, okay, how do you rein in all this money coming in and going out when you don't know exactly how much it's going to be or when? and how to make your life less chaotic, this is how you're gonna do it. So I recommend to everybody who has a variable income to build up something called a hill and valley fund. I'm gonna tell you all about it, I'm gonna tell you where to keep it, I'm gonna tell you how much money needs to be in it, but I'm just gonna give you like a brief overview of what it's for. So let's say your baseline expenses every month are two grand, so maybe some months you make three grand, maybe some months you make 1500. And so what do you do when you're $500 short or when you're way over what your baseline expenses are? That's where your Hill and Valley fund comes in and it's essentially just a fund of money where you get to pay yourself from if you're under your baseline expenses. So if you're like short for the month, you don't have to go into debt. You don't have to put stuff on your credit card. You don't have to like put off paying certain things till next month when you make more money and it just makes it your life much easier in that you don't have to stress about making $500 less because you've covered yourself in that aspect. So let's first talk about what exactly it is. I, It's essentially just a fund that you get to pay yourself from. Um, how much it should be depends on what your monthly expenses are. So if you've been budgeting for a while, you probably have a good idea of what you're spending every month, how much your groceries are, but as a general rule of thumb, I tell people your hill and valley fund should be about a month of expenses, like your rent, groceries, food, transportation, getting to work and back, like all the things that you do and pay for to maintain your life, your day, your minimum debt payments, all that stuff, include that in your hill and valley fund and build that up. So that should be a priority, especially if you're on that variable income because, because that's going to be the safety net that's going to stop you from going into debt repeatedly when you make less money. So where are you going to keep this hill and valley fund is your next question. So if you've, again, followed me for a while, you know about the wealth method, you know the very first thing that I tell people to do with their finances is to build up a small emergency fund. Your hill and valley fund is not a replacement for your emergency fund and it's not used for the same thing. So I still keep my small emergency fund, which is also one month of expenses and my Hill and Valley Fund in the same account. Now, these, both of these accounts and money need to be accessible quickly, right? Because if you're short on your bills for the month, you don't wanna to have to transfer money and spend three days waiting for your money and have to put it on a credit card. In the meantime, you just want it to be immediately accessible. So I have both my small emergency fund and my Hill and Valley Fund on the same card, in the same account, and I can just use a debit card and I have a separate account for this whole thing. So that if something comes up, can use it immediately the difference between your small emergency fund and your hill and valley fund are is that you earning less money than you thought you were going to does not constitute an emergency so that's something that you are not going to be using your emergency fund for if it's something that you're anticipating right if you're like okay i could be short on my money this month um i need to figure out a solution that's not an emergency so you shouldn't be tapping into your emergency fund for that. So that's why I'm distinguishing between your Hill and Valley Fund and your small emergency fund. It's not a replacement of one or the other. It's in addition to. So I recommend anybody who has a variable income should have both of these things. And they should be the very first things that you're working on in your finances. So you're going to build up your small emergency fund, then you're going to build up your Hill and Valley Fund, and then you're going to start paying off debt and work from there. But having that little fund of money is going to be so helpful to you. So now let's talk about how to get money into your Hill and Valley fund, right? So on the months that you are making more money, you have above whatever your baseline expenses are, that's your opportunity to kind of top off that Hill and Valley fund. The important part of having your small emergency fund and a Hill and Valley fund is just distinguishing between the two of like, what are, are their purposes and having that clear cut in your mind of like. Okay, my dog ate a puzzle piece, that's an emergency. I earned 200 less dollars this month, I'll pay myself out of my hill and valley fund. And just having a clear distinguishing line between what that money is for. Because if you kind of just like lump it all together, um, people get into trouble that way because you don't have a clear cut plan for that money. So that was a short and sweet episode, but I just wanted to tell you putting together Hill and Valley Fund has been like one of the best things that I've been able to do on a variable income and just putting extra money into it. When I make more money and just taking out the small amount that I need to, if I'm making less money and making it a priority to of course, right? Like fill it back up once I'm making more money. So if I had to draw on it in January and I make more money in February, I'm going to top it back off in February. But it's been amazing to just not have to like, that's one of the biggest problems when you're making a variable income is you're like, Oh my God, what if I don't make enough money this month to cover my baseline expenses with a hill and valley fund, you don't have to worry about it. So it's not like in the back of your mind of like, okay, now I'm desperate for money and I have to make a sale and I have to go, you know, out and hustle, which is great, right? Like we should be doing that. If you're making a variable income and you're in the online business world, that's great. But not having like that desperation of like, okay, I have to close a sale in order to make rent takes a lot of the pressure and the stress off of you financially of just like, you know what, I'm going to be okay if I don't make the sale, then I'll be great if I do make it, right? It's like your whole entire financial future is not hinging on like $300. And in that way, your Hill and Valley Fund is going to like help be a safety net for you and just make your financial life less stressful um, while you're building up to like consistent months or if your variable income is like wildly different, you might want to put more money into your hill and valley fund, but it's going to be a great thing to kind of like level the playing field every month and just be able to pay yourself, whatever you're short on or to put extra money into, to like beef it up if you know. So let me give you another example, like in some industries, like let's say the wedding industry, you know, certain months are a little slower than other months. So if you are in one of those industries, you can kind of map out when you need to beef up your hill and valley fund so that when those slow months come and you're making like $500 less, a couple hundred bucks less, you're not like stressing out about it and waiting for the season to pick up again. You're covering yourself in that way by just, as you're making more money in the busy seasons, you're kind of bulking it up so that when it's a low season, you can draw on that money instead of putting it on credit or like living very uh, skimply, right? So that's all I wanted to talk to you guys about today. It's a quick episode, but it's so, so important if you're on a variable income, and um you kind of need help balancing your life out and making it less chaotic it's going to be so amazing for you to build that up and just be able to pay yourself if you don't have one yet make it a priority in your life if you have extra money um kind of sitting around you don't have a purpose for it and you're on a variable income i would definitely recommend starting that hill and valley fund and get it getting it going so work on that you guys that's something that you need in your life and you're like yes my finances are chaotic because i make more money, less money. And I never know it's going to be such a game changer for you. So if you have questions about anything in particular, of course you can email me, you can send me a DM on Instagram and I will get back to you as soon as I can. I'm always uh, checking my DMs. And then if you want to claim that spot for a budget intensive in October, you want to join the personal finance 101 masterclass. If you're just starting out with your finances, you're not really sure where to start. That's a great place to just get your budget set up and go from there and have a process that you can replicate every month. So I hope to see you guys in the personal finance one-on-one masterclass. I would love to talk to you about if the budget intensive is the right fit for you. So if you're not sure, again, you can just DM me on Instagram. I'm happy to talk through it. I tell people like, I'm never going to try to talk you into something that I don't think would be a good fit. So if you just wanna tell me what your financial situation is, and then get my input of like, would this be helpful or would it not be helpful? I'm happy to do that and kind of like brainstorm, talk it through with you and see if it's exactly what you need. With that said, I hope you guys have something fun planned for the weekend. I think I'm going to try and get out for like one last hike before rainy season and snow season and um, before it's like too cold and snowy to go anywhere. Um, So those are my plans for the weekend. I'm going to play with the puppy before he gets too big Um, and I'm just enjoying the time with the little pup. So again, have a great weekend, you guys. I hope you had a good week and I will see you next week on another episode.